time for Around the Ozarks in 5, brought to you by the Butterfly Palace. Have the best day ever adventuring through the rainforest at the Butterfly Palace and Springfield Green County Park Board, reminding you to go play. Here are your hosts, Ethan and Sarah Forheads. And it is Tuesday, and here we are. I got a little rain last night, most of you, I think, so we'll start out a little soggy this morning, but here we are nevertheless. All right, here's some news for you. A Republic man is being treated for an injury that he suffered when he was hit by a boat propeller at Table Rock Lake over the weekend. 41 years old, he was apparently wakeboarding and fell. Then he was trying to get back onto the boat, got hit by the propeller. Uh, He was airlifted to a Springfield hospital. An Arkansas man, meanwhile, is in the Wright County Jail in Missouri after leading police on quite the chase, sometimes driving on the wrong side of the highway. The 37-year-old told police that people in Arkansas were trying to kill him. He also told an officer that he thought the officer wasn't real. Uh, The man was eventually stopped by a Wright County Sheriff's deputy who did a pit maneuver and got him. The man admitted to using meth, and he is now facing several charges in that case. That's crazy. That was actually the sheriff himself that did the pit maneuver and stopped him. But it was a wild police chase uh, with a guy who's, you know, mentally unfit, it sounds like. Uh, at least he was during this. There was a police uh, so. chase on Saturday morning as well that Caroline and I were eyewitnesses to. That was like multiple counties. I read about it, but there wasn't a ton of information uh yet online so anyway though it was really wild because there were probably i bet there were 15 green county deputies uh but he had come from the east on 60 and it was really crazy because i was like man they are for sure in pursuit of that guy it was early though it was like 6 30 in the morning on saturday so anyway there you go it's It's pretty wild it's scary because uh, you know innocent people can be caught in that so I understand trying to stop them, and you you got to stop the guys sometimes. Yeah. Uh, another Republican has entered the race for governor in the state of Missouri. State Senator Bill Eigel from St. Charles County calls himself a diehard conservative Republican, says both parties have failed us. Uh, he'd like to see the state get rid of the income tax, like the overall income tax for the state. Many other states have already done that, as well as property, uh, personal property taxes. He joins Lieutenant Governor Mike Kehoe and Secretary of State Jay Ashcroft now in the race as uh, politics is beginning to heat up a little bit. Uh, Branson, meanwhile, is focusing on hotels and motels that are not complying with city code. The city has identified several lodging establishments, they call them, that don't follow permitting and licensing rules. Some of the issues have been long-time issues, but Branson says it's Uh, This is a new focus on them and some coordination that will help among government entities that will give the city a united front to crack down on them. So we'll see what happens. Hmm. Well, the future is now. This is kind of crazy. Tyson Foods is planning to send out self-driving refrigerated trucks for deliveries. Right now, they will only be driving in northwest Arkansas. The robots driving them will allow them to be on the roads for 18 hours per day. Uh, And Tyson cited them as an answer to the nationwide driver shortage. Uh, At the beginning, a human driver will be in the cab to monitor the truck and take control if needed. That's crazy that eventually, eventually they won't be needed. (laughs) Yeah, that's really, really wild. Um, 
I cannot fathom how that could be safe at all. Only because my sister got a new car like maybe a year ago and I had to drive it home uh, from Branson for her on an occasion. And it like has all the like, you know, correcting. I don't know. Like it, it somewhat drives for you, I guess. Like if you are cutting a corner or going over a line, I don't know. Just it was honestly, I was, it was disconcerting. And I felt like, ah, I, I'm paying close attention. Like, let me be the one because I just don't trust it. I don't know. It, I didn't like it at all. Yeah, I think I think you can turn off some of those features. I had the same. My first experience was down when I was down at the hurricane down in uh, in Florida, the Tallahassee area for Hurricane Adalia. We we rented a car. My photographer and I rented a car so that we could drive to places that the the whole convoy couldn't get to, and uh, it was one of those that would tell you that you're drifting or uh, you could even on if you had it on cruise control the wheel would drive for you but like it was obnoxious because either here's here's what i say either do it or don't because every 30 seconds or less it would like beep and tell me to touch the wheel so then i had to get the wheel and go like just jerk the wheel a little bit to yeah. let it, i'm still there so what's the whole point of that if you can't drive and it was doing a fine job but there was one time that we were coming up behind a car and it almost like slams on the brakes which is overly dramatic. Right. Um, there's, there's plenty of room, but it doesn't know that I know there's plenty of room. And, you know, if there's people behind you, that's that was my concern with what if somebody's behind me? It just slammed on the brakes. Yeah, it's strange. Um, and our cars are old enough that they don't have any of those features, but maybe once you get used to them, I don't know. So maybe someday we're all going to be used to the robots driving around on the road. Well, like it or not, it's coming and you'll, you'll have to get used to it because our robot overlords will, uh, not let you say anything. Um, yeah, good luck. Um, all right. Well, you may or may not know this. I did not know this, but the national nonprofit fight colorectal cancer is located in Springfield. Who knew? Uh, it just wrapped up its biggest annual mountain climbing fundraiser, Climb for a Cure is what it's called. And this year they raised more than $200,000, bringing its total for the milestone amount of $1 million over the last eight years. Fight Colorectal Cancer moved its headquarters from Virginia to Springfield seven years ago. That's cool. Well, I'm glad they're in town. Good to have you I know, you it's here. cool. I Yeah, I did not know that they had a Springfield address. So that's pretty yep. cool. Good well, awareness about colorectal cancer is important. So good for them. Uh, the uh, This is good for the Chiefs and Chiefs fans. The standoff appears to be over. All pro defensive tackle. Chris Jones signed a contract with the Kansas City Chiefs. Comes just days, of course. The wound may be too fresh. This is maybe too soon. Uh, but it comes just days after the Chiefs lost their season opener. Uh, the defending champs. Jones did not play in that game against the Detroit Lions, nor did he report to Chiefs training camp in July, as all fans uh, know very well. Uh, he did sign just a one-year deal with the Chiefs, hmm. so we could be reliving all of this one year from now. Interesting. We'll see. Interesting. Meanwhile, the Chiefs are hopeful that all-pro tight end Travis Kelsey will be back on the field when they play in Jacksonville on Sunday. Uh, Kelsey hyperextended his knee in practice leading up to last Thursday's game. The Chiefs made him inactive for that game, but they're now hopeful 
but he'll be ready to take the field on Sunday. Chiefs are one and zero. Are zero and one? Yikes! Zero and one on the season, as I was talking about. And uh, if they get Jones and Kelsey back, it's a done deal. I think. I mean, yeah. Come on. I know. I'm. Win. I'm hopeful as well. They could. So we shall they, see. They certainly could have used Kelsey in the last game. Um, all right. Speaking of sports, the lineup for the Bass Pro Tournament of Champions has changed again. Rainier Beach High School from Seattle is replacing Cardinal Hayes from New York in the showcase tournament. The Tournament of Champions can adjust the field of teams that are invited if they want to, um, contractually, if you will, if the player, if the star players transfer to a different school district. Uh, they have that liberty to do that. And that is what happened. This is the second time, in fact, that this lineup has changed because of some of the key players transferring school districts. So uh, the tournament is now set for January 11th through 13th, and it is always a great time. Yeah, it's interesting now these players, I mean, it's all, it's, it's college now, and it's even high school sports that players from year to year go to the highest bidder, basically. So I don't like it. I don't like it either. And didn't uh, Chris Jones, like, and I don't, honestly, I don't know the process like many super fans do. I'm not one. But I do feel like I learned a thing or two from just watching Albert Pujols. You know? Right? Make make the poor decision of leaving St. Louis for money. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But is there a parallel there? I mean, I know it's two different sports, two different people, two different contracts, but... I mean, I think that he well, would I mean, the, the, say, the, the, I miss the Cardinals. I wish I wouldn't have gone. Well, yeah, the Cardinals were competitors. Uh, I mean, World Series competitors at the time. They're not anymore. But he got traded to the Angels, who I think made the playoffs one time in the 10 years he was there. So, you know, you get you get traded to a crappy team, but you you trade that in for money, which, you know, you get to a certain number of million, and you don't notice an extra 10 or 20 million. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's wild. That was his deal. He was making so much money that he, between what the Cardinals were paying him to what the Angels were paying him, it was a, it was a big difference. But I don't know that it mattered in his life. He could still yeah. buy the best of everything. So, yeah, but he I'm did sad trade in for Chris Jones to only sign a one year, honestly. That's disappointing. Well, and and that would be the same thing if he left because He's on a contender now. He's on the the defending champion, um, and uh, and they're going to have another great year. Anyway, it's all it's all about money. Uh, I th- to me, there's something to be said about loyalty. Now, I'm also not turning down a fifty million dollar pay increase. I would take that. Whoever, <laughs> any TV station in town, if they want to give me a fifty million dollar pay increase, I will go there. You're in. I don't care how terrible so. they. Are. I guess so. I don't care how terrible they are. Uh, all right. Anyway, this is uh, you. A long lost piece of movie history is going on the auction block. This is a wild story. A model of an X-Wing fighter from the original Star Wars movie is going up for sale. Starting bid, $400,000. Listen to this. It's just a small model because, uh, it, and it's so valuable because it's actually what George Lucas used to create the space scenes in the original movie, way back before there was any kind of computer graphics to uh, to create them. So he used little models and he used camera tricks to make it look like uh, a space fight. 
And this one of these models is one that was actually used in the movie. It's super cool. No one knew they were missing that, uh, or no one knew where the missing X-Wing was until some friends of a guy were going through the belongings of an avid collector who passed away last year. The guy also happens to be a, a model builder and is like nominated for an Oscar during his life for something else completely. So, uh, close encounters of the third kind, I think. Anyway, they found it at his house in a cardboard box. They opened it up and they found that is the missing X-Wing because it, there are only four of these things that were used for close-ups during the original Star Wars. So they knew that one of them was missing. This dude had it, and now it's going up for auction because he has passed for at least $400,000. Yeah, that's fascinating. Uh, yeah, and you got to think about how uh, revolutionary it was whenever it there was. were not computers to make computer graphic. If you've like, ever seen, if you even if you don't like Star Wars, just uh, watching the documentary about how it was made is incredible. Yeah, I believe that, and I love a good documentary, even though... I can't tell my husband, but I'm not a huge Star Wars fan. Uh, um, but hey, listen, I will watch the documentary all day long. Uh, I like a good documentary on anything. It doesn't even matter the topic, honestly. If it's a true story, mm -hmm. I'm in. Um, all right. If you love books, listen up. This is for you. This week is the big fall Friends of the Library book sale. Always popular. Uh, it starts tomorrow, goes through Sunday at the Eplex, which is at the Ozark Empire Fairgrounds. The hours are 10 to 8, tomorrow <clears> through <throat> Friday. And then on Saturday, it's 10 to 5. And on Sunday, it's 1 to 5. So check it out. Friends of the Library book sale. Uh, also, it's a big weekend for bull riding at Thunder Ridge, uh, Thunder Ridge Natural Amphitheater in Ridgedale. Uh, the Missouri Thunder Bull Riding Team is hosting its second annual PBR Thunder Days competition Friday through Sunday. If you want to get tickets, check them out at PBR.com or Ticketmaster.com. Man, that'll be a great weekend to go to that. It's going to be like 70s. That's nice. Yeah, I, the PBR is, is, is incredible. If you've never seen it, it's intense. These I have seen it. It's intense. It's good. And it's a little bit stressful. Yeah. A little bit like, um, sh is this going to remain PG rated? <laughs> you know, cause you're like, you don't know what's going to happen and yeah. it's scary. So it's like, uh, it's like any kind of racing, same deal, car racing, right. NASCAR. Yeah. Uh, even tour de France. Yep. Oh, tour de France. It's hard to watch. I'm telling you. It's, it's true. They got that documentary. Speaking of documentaries, they've got a documentary on that. I mean, it's a series uh, on the uh, on the Tour de France on Netflix. Yep. Um, just living the dream, you know, Tour yep. de France. Yep, yep. Uh, all right, everybody. Have a great Tuesday. Thank you so much for joining us. And um, yeah, enjoy the day. Enjoy the fall-like temperatures out there. Yeah, a lot of rain last night. More rain possible today. You can check out Abby's wake-up weather forecast uh, right where you get this podcast. So check right. it out and have a great day. See, See you tomorrow. It's time for Around the Ozarks Wake Up Weather. Here's your host, Abby Dyer. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to your Tuesday. We are waking up to rain showers on the radar this morning. Nothing too heavy, but you might want to slow it down early on. Definitely headlights on, windshield wipers on, and umbrella in hand early today. 
I'm expecting that the rain showers become more isolated as we head through the rest of the day today. Temperatures starting out in the low 60s, about 61 either side of it early this morning, and we are going to be warming up into the 70s today low 70s for highs, 73 degrees. We're going to hold on to a good deal of cloud cover today, but it will not rain on us all afternoon. In fact, I'm expecting the skies to really clear up uh, by the time we get closer to the lunch hour. So not a washout on this Tuesday, but isolated rain chances, at least for the morning hours. Overall, this rainfall is pretty light in nature. In fact, almost everyone seeing less than a half inch of accumulation we would like more, uh, but the cold front, it's pushing through. And behind it, we've got much drier air building in. That's what process takes place today. We'll see a northeast breeze in the forecast, 5 to 10 miles an hour. And the trend today is going to be to cool things off and the cloud cover. Well, it's not quite going anywhere yet today. This cold front, though, is now through, and we are going to enjoy the effects of that for the rest of the work week forecast. It is just going to be delightful. Uh, there's no other better way to put it. I mean, the weather is just going to be totally ideal the leaves aren't falling yet. You can get those outdoor projects done. If you were looking for a good dry stretch with nice cool temperatures to do a project like painting or, you know, some outdoor thing, well, I would take advantage of this week because it is just going to be too nice to miss out on. Uh, temperatures in the mid seventies, pretty much every day. And aside from what we have going on out there this morning, there are very limited rain chances in this extended forecast. The forecast today 72, 73 degrees, and that's the high temperature for this afternoon. It will be a beautiful day. You might even want a long sleeve shirt, long sleeve tee, too cold for a tank top. Uh, we've got a 70% chance of rain this morning. As I mentioned, I think it dries up by midday. We will then see the skies just cloudy in the forecast through much of the afternoon. Sunshine, it returns to the forecast tomorrow and it kicks off this gorgeous stretch of weather. Temperatures in the mid-70s, both Wednesday and Thursday. I mentioned there could be a rain chance on Thursday. It's looking like less than 20%. So I've actually taken that off of the icon on the extended forecast map that I issue. Uh, just know that there's like this tiny chance for isolated rain. I really think the rest of us are going to be dry uh, for the week as we head through the rest of the work week and even into the weekend. Weekend shaping up to be fan fantastic. Uh, this September weather, it can go one of two ways and it is just going our way so far <laughs> over the last couple of days. We've seen nice weather and we are going to see yet another beautiful week in the forecast. Again, what headlines across the country, we are still talking about Hurricane Lee, which is now once again, a major storm. We will watch that and the Northeast is going to be particularly concerned with the exact track here. Still a bit of uncertainty, but impact for the United States possible for New England. So all eyes on that. We are also, well, some of you, if you were up early this morning before dawn, about 90 minutes, uh, you might have seen a comet. No, you were not mistaken. A comet visible early this morning. I'm going to pronounce this wrong, but I think it's called the Nishimura Comet. It's a new one, just recently discovered in mid-August by an astronomer in Japan. Uh, if you were looking out toward the constellation Leo, you might have seen this brand new comet in the night sky. So kind of a cool uh, sky watcher's delight early this morning. Uh, of course, though, we did have the cloud cover and the rain chances. So visibility here in the Ozarks, if you saw it, consider yourself incredibly lucky because you might have gotten a bit of clearing, uh, those of you to the far northern portion of the Ozarks. Then uh, we're going to see some cloud cover stick around for the rest of the afternoon. 
smooth sailing for us for the rest of the week. Let's get to our wake up weather brain twister question for the day. Uh, this one, kind of a fun one from yesterday. What is the official state insect of Missouri? And the options were A, a honeybee, B, a monarch butterfly, C, a pink katydid, or D, there is no state insect in the state of Missouri. If you listened to Wake Up Weather yesterday, I had Joseph on. He took a stab at this one. He went A, honeybee. He got two for two yesterday. Honeybee is the official state insect of the state of Missouri. Interestingly enough, I, I gave this question and then I saw a honeybee um, this morning. It was caught inside my screen. So uh, it's fine. I let it out. Uh, but in 1985, so pretty recently, Missouri adopted the honeybee as the state insect, the official state insect of Missouri, uh, joining Utah. Yes. But these bees are easily recognizable by their orange and black stripes and their furry heads. I'm sure you've seen some honeybees out and uh, it's going to be a nice week for those pollinators because the weather just doesn't get much better than that. Uh, and the cold, cold temperatures are not here yet. Here is your brain twister question that I will leave you with for tomorrow. What is the coldest temperature ever recorded in the state of Hawaii? Do you think it is 12 degrees Fahrenheit, 16, 29, or 34 coldest temperature ever recorded in Hawaii? I will have the answer to that. And of course, another check of your forecast that's coming up tomorrow on Around the Ozarks Wake Up Weather. Thank you for listening this morning. And if you would like to check your weather forecast, if you need up to the minute info, check out the website aroundtheozarks.com. We've got you covered there all day long, and I will chat with you again in the morning.